Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and today's episode is part three of our conversation with officers Bill and Dawn Tooney in our series called Back the Blue. This is going to be an exciting time. They've been in law enforcement over 30 years. Bill's been a part of the SWAT team, got a lot of extensive experience there and and, uh, some very life and death situations. And Dawn has been a hostage negotiator, so this couple has a lot to bring to the table. They're going to talk today about some of the kinds of situations they get, some of the calls that they receive that they absolutely dread having to go into, but somebody's got to do it. They're also going to tell you about the extensive training that both male and female officers have to go through that the public's not always aware of, and then what it's like being even a parent when both your parents are police officers. What would it be like doing that to your children or you having to parent your child? So all of this is going to be good information from dear friends, Bill and Dawn Tooney. I'm looking forward to it. So let's get started. Now let me you ask know. you this. If you were driving down the road in a police car and you saw your mama and she was speeding, what would you do? Pull her over. <laughs> oh, yeah. She should know better. Matter of fact, I'm going to give her two tickets because you should know better. Now, uh, uh, pull her over and definitely give her a warning. That's I'm right. going to slow down. <laughs> so, yeah. I definitely would do my kids. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's, yeah. Yeah. That, that's mm. funny. Now, what is what do police officers need or want most? I mean, if they were, it, it, is it just, it, a lot of it, I think, would be respect. You know, just, mm-hmm. just show respect. Um, but. What does it makes it easier if if you're having to have an interaction with a police officer, and maybe you're in trouble, maybe you did something wrong? What's the best way to 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 deal with it? Just be honest and upfront. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Honest don't try to snow them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and don't you know? Of course, you know the running joke is, well, how you know they're lying? Well, because their lips are moving. Yeah, you know, and, you know, as as an officer, you understand that. Okay, he's going to lie or do whatever, yeah. you know, to try to get out of whatever trouble he's in, mm-hmm. but. You know, just man up and say, that did, I don't know. Um, That would be for me, respect and honesty for me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And and, and don't think that we're trying to, we're out there just just because we're after you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm either here because I got called here. Yeah. Or, you know, I didn't decide to pick on you today. Just I'm here because of my job. And and, and that's that's, that's it. It's it's a job for us. Mm -hmm. It's a job we got to do. And it ain't nothing personal. It's nothing personal. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's a job. It's nothing that, personal in it. So yeah. Don't yeah. don't take it personal. Reminds me like you know that movie, The Fugitive, when Tommy Lee Jones was the chasing officer there, <coughs> and, uh, and uh, Harrison there Ford had was standing there about to look down, and he said, "I didn't kill my wife," and he said, "I don't care." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just yeah, it's not my job. Yeah, it's yeah. a job. Yeah. My yeah. job just to bring you in. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, um, that's yeah. That would be the thing. Now let me ask you this. Is there a situation that when you get the phone call, you say, I dread dealing with this? I mean, like it's, if it's, uh, you know, a robbery, uh, uh, domestic violence, you know, some other, what are those things that you just say, I hate dealing with that? You know, that's just takes more out of me. To me, it was domestic violence. Uh-huh. That really, you know, like I said, I was only in patrol about two two years mm-hmm. and what back then they handled domestic violence a whole lot different than they do now uh-huh. um, I, I 
I, I was glad when I left patrol because those are the calls I hated. Yeah. Going there, you, you look at it, you go up there and say, look, two grown adults. Yeah. Y'all can't figure out what your problem is. One right. of y'all need to leave till you just don't yeah, yeah. leave until you calm down. Whatever, act, mm-hmm. act like adults. You got kids over here. Act, yeah. act more mature than you, and right and whatever. But I used to hate those calls. Mm-hmm. And then when I got wound up moving out of the drug unit the first time, I went to a family uh, to the domestic violence unit. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? No, so, so you have to go to calls like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I was a detective, so the patrol okay. would go out there. And they'd do what they needed to do, and they'd forward report up to me, and then I'd do a follow up. And and actually, being in a being in that unit, mm-hmm. that was a that was a tough unit because you you do have true victims out there yeah. in in, fam- yeah. in domestic violence situations. Yeah, and you know the I can go into as far as all the the stuff that's involved in it, mm-hmm. and there are true victims out there. Yeah, and you try to help them. As best yeah. you can. So, yeah. but, but and and that's and, what makes it so hard. And I think that's what you were trying to get at. Sometimes it's so hard to work on the true victims when you've got five thousand other domestic violence calls that come in that are yeah. not domestic yeah. violence yeah. calls. Okay. But yeah. we have to go service so it's them just anyway. Just an argument or something. Yeah. Just and it's yeah. the same people. Yeah. Over yeah. and over, oh, and so they that can call gets you tiring. as often as they want just yes. to come. Yeah. You know, and we have to, and we will yeah. respond. You have to respond. Yeah. yeah, we will respond, and that's that, what makes it hard for the real victims. Yeah, because you got to weed through all that. Yeah, that junk before you find that real victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't really arrest them unless there's been like a, a, a you know an, an attack or something like that, right? Or a crime that's been yeah, committed. You yeah, got, you got a crime with with yeah, and it's. You know, and a lot of times, a lot those domestic violence calls are sometimes the most most dangerous calls you can go on as a patrol officer. Yeah, I'd heard something like that. Why yeah. is that? Yes, sir. Well, uh, because there's a lot of psychological, there's physical abuse and psychological abuse that goes on. Um, mm-hmm. Husband beating on the wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, he beats the brakes off of her. Neighbor calls. She didn't call, but neighbor calls. Yeah. You get there, and so you're there, and you make determination. He's a primary aggressor, so mm-hmm. you go to, you know, put him, you know, yeah. arrest him. She gets upset because now yeah. you're putting him in jail. Well, he's the only one making money, right? You know, bringing mm-hmm. money home for the, and that's the psychological and part you. of it. And, she, yeah. and then she attacks wow. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, or other family members there that attack you. But those those are pretty bad calls you can yeah. go on. In their case, I guess they just think. We were just arguing, and he can leave us alone. Yeah. So we, we didn't call our, the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neighbors yeah. did. And you're sitting there looking. She got a, a big old black Bleeding eye and, and blade else. and everything. And I've seen calls like that. Yeah. And just you're going. Why are you still in the relationship? And that's part of the psychological thing. There's, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole gamut with dealing with uh, domestic violence. You yeah, know, as far as the what do you call that, the wheel, the honeymoon phase, and the mm-hmm. tension building phase, and then the what I call the butt whooping phase, and then yeah. it goes back to the honeymoon yeah. phase, and it's it's a mess. I could see just because I've had through the years experiences where women were in situations and they wouldn't they wouldn't tell their father, their brother, yeah. you know, they'd tell me like this is in confidence, and I would tell them now, listen, if there's physical abuse, I'm going by law, I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. So don't tell me this if you don't expect me to act on it. Sometimes they'd get quiet, and sometimes they'd tell me, but that it would be years, ten and twenty years with somebody. It never got better. Yeah, and I guess in their mind, it's they a thought psychological they loved that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and the thing too is, if you grow up in that household, 
think it's a normal thing. Yeah. You know, you got a little boy and a little girl. Well, a little boy sees daddy whooping on mama. Yeah. Little boy thinks that's how it's supposed to be done. And yeah. it's, it's, it's not, that's a, that's a bad, bad situation. Bad yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be the, that, that's the thing that I think that behind where, where y'all come from and what you do, you know, I, I know every day you, you know, that phone, I know you're glad to see each other at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. We, we, we've made it. I think people don't realize though, just about your profession, how that every single day it's the life on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's yeah. not like I go over there and do a job, get to come home and be at peace. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere and every day. Yeah. But with her, you know, I, I worry about her, but I don't worry to the point where it's, you know, where I can't function because, yes, you know, I, I can't do that, but you know, I know she can handle herself. Mm-hmm. I pity the I pity somebody <laughs> who uh, wants to get after her, but she she can handle mm-hmm. herself. But still, you somebody there's always somebody out there bigger and better than you yeah. are. But I worry about her. Um, you know, just but I figure well, they just yeah, put in God's hands. Yeah, that's hey, right. I've got the armor on me. I'm yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. because otherwise you would think you know I don't mean a bad or even profile, but you'd think if I'm a female and I pull over a car with four or five males in there that are out of control. You think in their mind, they're mm-hmm. thinking, well, I can handle this. You know? And yeah. they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. But um, luckily, um, the females now, I mean, when we train, we train exactly like they train. Yeah. yeah. And if we can't handle it yeah. on the training phase, yeah. then we're not going to get on it on the street side. That's good. Because the people out there, they're sizing you up. Yeah. yeah. They're wait. They love to see a female come up because yeah. they automatically think yeah. she can't do it. That's right. Yeah. She yeah. can't do it. Yeah. So that that is good that you're at least you had to qualify to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that you know I can hold my own. Yep. You almost wish yes, you could pull out of the car and shoot a warning shot in the air. Hey, they <laughs> used to. They used shot. to do that. Didn't say I'm coming, did they? <laughs> Barney Pfeiffer did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, back in old school, they used to be able to do that. Now, yeah. you, no, no, no. You don't. Yeah, you would think that would that would work. <laughs> you think, no, like, no, because then you got everybody out here pulling their own guns, <laughs> and then you yeah. got yeah. the OK Corral. So. I know. Yeah, I know. Gosh, that's but but the the. Now, let me ask this. Both of you are your parents, and you have done great jobs with the kids. I, Thank you. I'm not kidding. You couldn't ask for better. And uh, <clears throat> what, what's that like? Is that Knowing how dangerous it is out there, does that make you a little more of a helicopter parent? Uh, does it make you just – do you get a chance to just talk to your children and say, listen, here's what's out there? What you know? How does it, how does it feel being a parent and a policeman in this, in this world? Yeah. I have been accused, and I have to own up to it. My boys – yeah. Reminded me on several occasions, Mom, I'm not the suspects yeah. on the street. <laughs> yeah. Don't treat me like a suspect on the street. Right. And um, yeah, sometimes you tend to forget that only because it's your child and you it. want the best for yes. them. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you do background checks on your kid, <laughs> who you need kids to date where with were you yeah. last night? That's right. Oh, yeah, well, you want to date my kid? I want a fingerprint. <laughs> there you it's go. Just short of. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It, it, but should, I could <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see. And it. you want to, you know, you you want to make sure your kids are hanging around the right the right people. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's uh, of course, it's like what you say, pastors' kids and yeah, cops, cops, kids. kids. That's right. All eyes are on them. Yeah, there there's there's time we got called at two yeah. o'clock in the morning <laughs> with yeah. the with the boys like. 
Then we got it wasn't really nothing. It was yeah. somewhere they shouldn't have been smoking oh, yeah. smoking right. cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we get there and it's just I know. But I Taylor, know. I gotta tell you, can I say her name? Yeah. She's She's awesome. She's awesome. She's we have been so blessed. We have been blessed. The other, the so other two, blessed. like I heard you say one time, one of your messages uh, about you understand when the kids reach the teenage years, yeah. you understand why in the, in the wild the mom eats <laughs> you young. Eat young. Yeah. First two is like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean they, they yeah. you couldn't ask for any better because yeah. both of it, them are in the yeah. military. They're, in the military They're doing That's great. Right. Yeah. yeah. But growing up in right. your family, they'll as they get older, they will really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. When they're younger, they probably, you know, my, my kids didn't as much mm-hmm. when they were younger. And, you know, you'd yeah. get those calls, you know, same yeah. thing. I remember one time somebody called me and said that my boys were at a party and how wild they were. <laughs> and my boys were sitting on the couch with me. We were watching a football game. I said, are you sure? Yeah, I swear. They told me the preacher's boys. And I said, mine are sitting right here. And then he called me back later. Oh, that was that other preacher. Oh, no. <laughs> that ruined my reputation. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know That's what? Crazy. You're right about that because we have we had one of our boys. Um, I mean, and boys are going to yeah. put you through it. Yeah. But we had one of our boys, after he grew up, come back to Bill and mm-hmm. tell Bill that he appreciated everything he did. Yeah. Because yeah. as an adult, he realizes now, you know. That's right. Yeah. And um, that was a blessing to hear yeah. your child tell you, thank you. That would be. That's yeah. right. That, that and, was And, you great. know, that's the good thing about it, though, being a parent like that when you've seen so much. They can't BS you, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, the kid can be talking to <laughs> They had a hard time. They yeah. did. <laughs> Sell that to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. For one is I'm your parent, and second, I'm a policeman. So it, yeah. you, you really you don't have any wiggle room there. Yeah. And, uh, and not yeah. just one parent, the cop, both. I, I know. I, yeah. yeah y'all, y'all could do this so easy with your kids. I can see it now, the good cop, bad cop thing. It works. Y'all come in and out of the room. <laughs> It works. That's yeah. Right. yeah, we're going to get this out of oh, <laughs> Those poor kids. Yeah. All right, well, I'm so glad that you guys stuck around for part three of our conversation with Bill and Don Tuning here on the Back the Blue series on the BP Leadership Podcast. And part four is the final part of this conversation, and it does not disappoint. It ends with the coolest story about how they were both on a foot chase, chasing after the same guy who was running from the cops. And now Bill was sprinting down the road in his cowboy boots trying to catch him, and Dawn was sprinting in her car, come flying up trying to get him. It is just the coolest story, and I promise you, you you have got to listen to that podcast all the way to the end so you can hear that crazy, crazy story about that incident. So make sure that you stay tuned and get ready. Hit the subscribe button. If you're on a podcast platform, hit the bell if you're on YouTube so that you get notified as soon as part four airs. I promise you, you've got to listen to it as soon as it releases. It is just that good. Also, for those of you that do not know, each and every month, Bill shares live leadership lessons with a group of people here in the Columbus, Georgia area. But not only that, he records those lessons and offers them online on our website, BP Leadership. Let me tell you, these lessons are chalk full of absolute leadership gold. They are so, so good. And you have the opportunity to sign up and become a member of BP Leadership and get access to nearly 20 years of leadership lessons. Our archives are full. Bill has helped personally train and mentor thousands of leaders around the world over the last 
20, 30 years, and the lessons that he shares are absolutely worth your time. I promise you, just check it out. And it is only $9.99 a month. That's it. $9.99 a month. That's the cost of like one Chick-fil-A meal per month. Make sure you check it out. It is worth your time. All you got to do is go to bpleadership.com and hit the sign up button. I promise, I promise, I promise you will not regret it. So make sure that you check it out. All right, well, I'm so glad you guys tuned in. Thank you for joining us. And remember, as always, that this is where real leaders are made. We'll see you all next time.